The DeFalco Files is an entertainment-based program. Some memories of certain events might be fuzzy. All opinions are that of the host. Content might not be appropriate for children and some adults. Listener discretion is advised. And remember, the truth is here. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting presents The DeFalco Files with FSW owner Joe DeFalco and your host, Matt Michaels. Hey everybody, Matt Michaels here on The DeFalco Files with the owner-creator of FSW, the future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas, Mr. Joe DeFalco. Joe, how you doing this uh, lovely morning? Hanging in, you know, same old, same old, staying busy. You know, heading back to New York next week on Tuesday, or actually Monday night. So I get in there Tuesday morning, so I'll be there for about a week, hopefully wrapping up the business, but also maybe uh, working on some new business out there. So, <laughs> um, Is there anyone on the East Coast that, um, you know, company-wise, that draws your attention to possibility of working with them? Well, GCW is obviously, you know, the main player out there. But what I'm talking about is, you know, stuff with the FSW, you know. So hopefully we can do some things. You know, where I live is a pretty untapped market. Yeah. And, you know, I have some people that seem to be uh, interested. So, you know, we're going to talk a little more and see if uh, – you know, something could be set. It seems like a mob movie. It seems like at some point you're going to go to your people and uh, end up uh, with Hoffa. As long as I'm not buried in a giant stadium, I'll be all right. <laughs> oh, man. This coming Friday is uh, Limitless, uh, 7 p.m. Uh, West Coast start time. If you are not in Las Vegas or if you can't get to the FSW Arena, uh, it will be on Fight TV, available on pay-per-view. It's uh, a, a tournament with uh, the X Division style guys. And Joe, if you could talk a little bit about the setup for the tournament, who's going to be involved, and uh, what lim- Limitless looks like in terms of uh, the structure of the tournament, if people have never seen it before and uh, might want to check it out. Well, first off, it's an eight-man tournament. So we'll have four first round matches and then the winners of the matches will then participate in a four way elimin- elimination match where we will crown the limitless champion and or tournament winner, whatever you want to say, he's not going to be a champion, but uh, we also have a non-tournament match with Trey Miguel uh, wrestling Matt Vandegrift. So, you know, that alone uh, could be the price worth the price of admission. But then we got Davy Richards heading into town and he's going to wrestle Jacob Austin young uh, Adrian quest and Jack Cartwheel uh, is another first round match. Damian Drake and Lucas Riley mm. who's doing some big things in uh, the California area. Uh, and then uh, we just added uh, Jordan Oasis uh, to go up against Jay Vidal and you know, that was be, be honest, you know, we were looking at a 12 man tournament initially, but Eli Everfly got hurt. Brandon Gatson had other commitments. Uh, there was a few others that we had talked with, you know, that were just unable to make that date. Yeah. You know what I mean? I even hit up Willie Mack, you know, to be a part of it. And, you know, we settled on the eight because, we didn't really want to water it down. We didn't want to use people that might be a big deal in a year or two. You know, we wanted guys that, you know, have earned their position where it's at. And with the eight, uh, you know, because of the conflict with uh, Trey Miguel being the X division champion, uh, it was preferred that he not be in the tournament because, you know, if he wins the first round match, now he's got to work twice and, <laughs> You know, there, there, there's politics when it when it comes into that. Uh, so, you know, we felt, I felt the most exciting match for Trey would be against Vandegrift. Right. 
I agree. I think that will be a, an amazing match to see. Um, when it comes to, like you said, some of the younger guys who might be in the position a couple of years from now to be in a, a tournament like this um, and have the spotlight on them, do you think that that is something that encourages guys like uh, Nick Xander, Brett the Threat, to continue to work hard so that in a year or two, let's say, they don't even have to worry about if they're going to be on a card like this or not because of you know the, the reputation and, and everything they've built. Do you think that's kind of a motivator to reach that point of uh, being able to, you know, get these opportunities without even having to think about it. You know, you, you hope it does, you know, you can only lead a horse to water. Uh, you can't make them drink it. So you hope the younger guys like with uh, Davey Richards, he's going to be in town. He's going to be doing a seminar on Thursday. Uh, here's a guy considered one of the best technical wrestlers in all of wrestling. And he is there. He's been doing it for a long time. Ring of Honor, Impact. He's held belts all over the world. Will these young guys show up to learn from somebody who can offer them so much knowledge? And learn that the Nick Xanders and the, you know, Brett the Threats have taken their craft very seriously and they have done very, very well for themselves in a very short time. You know, we have a lot of younger guys a month, three months, and, you know, we really encourage them to make sure they come to a seminar. You know, we had one with Booker T a few weeks ago that people flew in from other states, you know, just to be a part of it. So when you have the opportunity to learn from as many great people as we've had through the doors, you know, speaking to Davey, you know, we hope you guys take advantage. We are going to be joined right now by Davey Richards. And I'll tell you, he's one of my favorites uh, for a long time, especially after seeing him in Ring of Honor. Davey, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you, when you think of uh, your career and you look at the places you've been, the city of Las Vegas, how have you enjoyed being able to wrestle here over the years? It's a place I feel like it's always been kind of a, uh, we just missed each other so many times. I've actually wrestled in Las Vegas, I think twice. Um, wow. Because I was supposed to come out for you guys. And of course I got, oh man, did I get food poisoning. And then there was one other time for a ring of honor, but I think the show ended up getting canceled. So um, wow. Las Vegas is still kind of, um, you know, I'm from the West Coast. I'm always going to be a West Coaster at heart. So, like, I always like to get out there as much as possible. But started my career and cut my teeth in Los Angeles. Wrestle, obviously, up and down the coast. But Las Vegas has been the one, like, man, I really want to go there so much. And that's what I just kind of miss. So, I'm really excited to get out there more and kind of, you know, help out and, and make my name out there as well. Joe, what is it to you? And you're kind of talking about it uh, with David going to be doing the uh, seminar coming up on Thursday. What is it to you to have a guy like Davey Richards actually be able to come in and kind of give that knowledge to the kids and also, you know, finally get a chance to work with them here in Vegas? Well, you know, we've prided ourselves. We've been in business 12 years and we've had some of the best of the best from Booker T and Jay Lethal and Matt Hardy. <laughs> And, you know, Robbie E, EC3, Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, we've had so many great talents that come in. TJP, who I know Dave is very fond oh, yeah. of, and uh, I've called him uh, one of the best workers yeah. around. Maybe he'll show yeah. up because he lives in Vegas yeah. now. And at the Mecca, we can uh, revisit Davey Richards against TJP, you know. And, and having that knowledge and having guys who've been around the world you know, go around and explain to some of these younger guys because there's a lot of talented guys we have. And then there are a lot of delusional guys that we have that think it doesn't <laughs> much of an effort. And all of a sudden they're going to be a, a superstar without having to put in the work and, and get a guy like Davey in there. I'm pretty sure he's going to be a no nonsense guy and he's going to tell them what a difficult process it is. And, and almost kind of like that show scared straight, you know what I mean? Where you, 
where, where some of these guys, they just, they just take everything for granted. And hopefully the more guys that you bring in and you hear from, uh, you know, hopefully they take it more serious. Davey, for you, how long did it take you before you started figuring everything out, before it started clicking in your minds? Were you a couple of years in did it, or did it come a little more naturally for you? I say it came naturally, but you got to realize by the time I ever stepped foot inside a professional wrestling ring, I'd already been amateur wrestling for well over a decade. Yeah. So, um, so like physically it, it came some things like for me to fall to this day, like when I take, like when I fall on like all my face, it's weird. Cause I'm a wrestler and, you know, and you know, it's kind of weird for us, yeah. but, uh, so, uh, that part, but I would say like, understanding the secret to wrestling is emotion uh that took me a long time i would say i've only i mean it it's funny that i'm kind of really known for like all these crazy matches i had in ring of honor and all that kind of stuff but like i can tell you right now like we didn't have to figure it out at all <laughs> like i was just talking to brian daniels the other day and he's like I'm, we're both like what the hell were we thinking but uh but that's a great thing that's why i think wrestling is the greatest sport in the world because you truly never you only stop learning when you want to stop learning. Yeah. And, um, and like, I, I can, like, I have a vast, you know, a, a amount of like knowledge of like holds and, and technical wrestling and just strikes, all the stuff that I'm known for. And, and there's a definitely a prominent place, but I'm still learning about how to use those things that like illustrate a story that, that emotionally captivates a crowd because that's what, that's what wrestling really is, is it's a man's, you know, struggles to overcome his own limitations. And we use the moves and the, the spots and everything just to, you know, kind of illustrate the story. So I'm just learning that now to where, you know, I, you know, I would probably save myself a few surgeries had I learned that before, but that's why these seminars are great because you're, you're going to, the people taking these seminars, you're going to just, you're going to learn, you're going to, you're going to learn all the shortcuts, you know what I mean? Like not, not less work. You got to put in the work, you know, no, no doubt about it. You know, I'm a big fan of hard work, but like you can kind of like, you know, learn from, learn from our mistakes and learn like, Hey, this works and Hey, this, this doesn't work. And you know what I mean? And so they're really, they're really beneficial, I think. So I really hope to see a lot of people out of mine. Yeah. Let me follow up on, you know, you said being a, um, a Greco Roman wrestler, a freestyle wrestler, um, yeah. You know, I found kind of the same thing. Like you're saying, it's it was at first it was really hard to grasp the concept of allowing someone to do something to you because we're always on the defense, oh, yeah. you know. When your perception of what wrestling is at a younger age and you start, you know, getting into mat wrestling and learning that, <laughs> do you think that the transition into, you know, the the bumping is something that's unnatural, but the chain right. wrestling was it easier for you to pick up on the, the that aspect of of chain wrestling uh, as compared to you know some of the kids who go in who don't have that background on why the fluidity should be flowing as it is? Um, I think everyone. The, the thing is, is pro wrestling really has like, for lack of a better term, really has like an injustice about it because you know people assume and you know uh, you know just out of ignorance you know that like oh because it's you know it's it's scripted it's easy pro wrestling is very 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 difficult sport <clears throat> extremely difficult because it has all the elements <clears throat> of like a traditional sport as far as you know there, there's there's competition you have to be you have to have agility you have to have speed you have to have strength you, you have to have balance but there's like this added extra layer of difficulty and that you got to have all this tiny yeah. You know what I mean? And you and you know, like if if I when I amateur wrestled, you know, like I don't care if the crowd's engaged or not. I just want to win. I don't care about anything else. Right. But whereas like now I have this thing, I have this responsibility to have the crowd engage as well as do all the things I would do in an amateur wrestling match. So pro wrestling in and of itself is extremely, extremely difficult. So as far as like learning like the fundamentals of like wrestling, my challenge was learning like the flow because I was, you know, well, you know, like 
well, he put me in a wrist lock. Well, I just take him down. <laughs> Everything was, I just take him down. Well, I just take him down. Because I was an amateur wrestler, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, like, or like letting someone back up. Like, why, why would I let him back up? I worked so hard to get him down, you know? Like, so that was, uh, you know, and plus, e- even my style of like, you know, Matt wrestling is different from like Alex Shelley's. So, you know, Alex right. Shelley's more of like, uh, uh, we're both we're both technical wrestlers, but his his style of mat wrestling is more traditional pro wrestling based with like some lucha libre influences, whereas <clears throat> I'm much more of like uh, you know like a UWFI kind of shoot style wrestler. But we're right. both technical wrestlers, which is great because there's value in mine, there's value in his, and then very you can just do you know golden goose. So for me, like the, 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 the amateur kind of, you know, shoot style, like UWFI rings that came very easy for me, the more pro wrestling stuff, it, it definitely took some, um, took some time. So that, that was my strength and my weakness. Joe, do you remember the first time you became aware of, uh, Davey when he was making a name for himself? Yeah, you know, it was back in the the Ring of Honor days, you know, that was the golden era of, of Ring of Honor. You know, you had Austin Aries, you had Davey Richards, you, you know, you had Brian Danielson, you had CM Punk, you know, out of that growth, you know, because of that time frame, you know, wrestling really changed, you know, a lot of the people just the WWF style uh, of wrestling and, and Ring of Honor really kind of reinvented it because you see it in AEW, you see it in MLW, you see it, yeah. you know, Impact. You know, that style was was far ahead of its time. You, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you know, how long did it take guys like Danielson and CM Punk to really make it on the national scene? But they were that that whole group of those ring of honor guys, you know, they were, they were like the hidden secret of, of a true wrestling fan that, you know, out of that became PWG, which Davey worked at a lot. And they kind of evolved it, you know, on the West coast where in the past that was never available. You know what I mean? That became that, that super indie. And, you know, from what I know from super dragon, Guys worked there because they wanted to, not because of the paycheck. You know, that <laughs> yes. people, yeah. You know, uh, I know a lot of guys and they worked for, you know, I think they do me favors. It wasn't <laughs> even close. You know, those people wanted to be a part of it because it would also help jumpstart careers. Right. You know, a guy like yeah. King started in PWG, and of course that's newer, but that got him noticed on the national scene by being on that because it was one of the most difficult things for a wrestler on the West coast to get on a PWG show. Oh man. Yeah. I, uh, I took a, I took a great, I couldn't afford a flight. I was still up in Washington state. So I got a Greyhound bus, 20 hour bus ride. Get on PWG. Wow. 20 hours to then uh, get in the ring and, uh, bump it up. That's, uh, that's impressive. What, oh yeah. It was brutal. What, what is your standout memory from those early days of, pwg was it that type of uh that hunger or was it just the fact that you got to work with a lot of the guys that you know you knew because of the fact that a lot of it was west coast especially california based it was such a surreal time because you dream about being in this position and then you know and and you're watching these guys and you know, and all of a sudden you're PWG. The best, the best compliment I can give them is they're they're PWG is about the opportunities. You know what I mean? Like I was given such an opportunity, like here I'm maybe a year in after being after, you know, I got like, you know, cause my training with Paul Orndorff was four months. It was a four month camp. So after that, maybe a year in, and I'm like in the ring with like, you know, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like, is this really happening? And, but you know, like super dragon is just such, he's just all about giving people opportunities, man. He's just done it so much. And he, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. And I mean, I'm trying, I'm aging myself, but I remember when we do PWG, when we do like all-star weekend, you'd have like just the who's who of wrestling, Joe, James Gibson, Brian Danielson at the Jewish community center, maybe 200 people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy how things have changed. And, you know, but especially at that time, 
I mean, there was not like I'm from Washington State. There was nothing in Washington. Now there's a bunch of stuff there and stuff in Oregon and, and California and Las Vegas. And whereas back then, you know, it was slim pickings. So yeah. it's so great to see evolve as a whole. And I think that's due to a lot of these great promotions like FSW, PWG, West Coast Pro, Defy you know, really giving people an opportunity to show the rest of the wrestling world, like, Hey man, the West coast has got some serious talent. So it's good. It's a good time to be in wrestling. Joe, when you think of uh, limitless and having Davey on the card and he's wrestling, go ahead. You're kind of going in and out, but yeah, Jacob Austin young, he has that unorthodox style. You know, that's what a lot of people's appeal to him is, you know, studying a lot of the Japanese style and he's been in a tag team for a long time, but he's a former No Limits champion. And I think the matchup with, with Davey is going to be a fantastic match for him. Yeah, Davey, when you are entering um, a new place and you're going against someone that you <clears throat> might not have wrestled before, what's the most important thing for you in preparation going into a match with someone you might not be too familiar with? You, you know, I don't my i can i can honestly say i just uh i uh, my motivation for you know any match now you know uh, you know i started wrestling when i was 10 <laughs> so you know from 10 to now my motivation has always been the exact same and it's just to be the best wrestler there is you know have the best matches and and just to continue to love like i'm just obsessed with wrestling like you know, my, my wife's in the car and she can she can vouch that like last night I'm trying submissions on her. Like I'm just this 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 wonderful God given sport is just the greatest thing in the entire world from amateur to pro to catch to submission rest. And I'm just completely I've always been fascinated by it, you know, and I just uh, uh, it's 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 saved my life and so many other people's lives. And it's just brought me friends and brought me joy and brought me you know, financial security. And I just, and, but the catalyst for all of it was never fame. I never cared about that. You know, I never cared about, you know, people recognizing me and they're <clears throat> being, you know, making a ton of money off it or none of that. You know, I just, I always wanted to be the best, you know what I mean? That's still my motivation now. I, you know, just, you know, it's like still, you know, I just got done leaving my chiropractor. They're like, you know, you should not be like doing jujitsu four times a week and then weightlifting and wrestling three times a week. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to because then you know other people get better than you. <laughs> and I know I, I get it. I, I've been saying I get it. I get it. But uh, I I wouldn't trade it for the world because this is just the best sport in the world. So I'm happy to represent it. And Joe, when you look at that type of attitude and that mentality, uh, is that something that you really hope that the younger guys who are training right now understand and really? Uh, nourish and grow that love and passion they have to the point where your chiropractor says you really shouldn't be doing all of that at once. You know, you, you hope it does, but you know, the main thing is it's like a lot of these younger guys, you know, they hear it and sometimes it goes in one ear out the other, but by being able to bring in such great talent, you know, we're hoping that one person may say, Oh man, when Davey Richards said it, you know, it meant something. When Booker T said it, it meant something. You know, I got my top guy, Hammerstone. Like, he's very disappointed. He ended up double booking. He's at West Coast Pro on the 10th. And I had <laughs> that I was going to give him the match with Davey. And he's been looking forward to that. Uh, Brian Cage, who we've used for years, he was like, oh man, I really want to work Davey. So it's like, you know, there's a reason why. People want to work this guy, you know, it's because they want to see the standard that they're at. You know, we've had Hammerstone since he was like 22 years old. He's been with me for nine years. He basically started his career with us. And now he's the MLW champion where, where Davey's at. Yeah. So it's like, these guys want this opportunity, you know, not only for that, but I'm hoping Davey's a guy who becomes more regular in FSW. Of course, everybody knows we do something similar to blood sport. We do natural born killers. Uh, Killer cross is going to come back. We got Tom Lawler involved. You know, what better, yeah. what better place to do Davey Richards versus TJP in a, oh. in a shoot style, you know, wrestling. Oh my God. <laughs> I think, I think I'm booking it now. Yeah. 
Well, how how much do you like? I can see the smile on your face, Davy. How much is that just exciting? Just even thinking about that theory of doing something like a natural born killers blood sport style, uh, you know, shoot mix. Oh. Is it? I mean, especially with the guy like someone like TJP. Does that just? Is that kind of the uh, the mountain top for you? Is just having an opportunity to be on shows like that where you can mix everything, the philosophies of both worlds? Yeah, well, because, yeah, me especially because, so, like, when I was a kid, I never saw WWF. You know, I, I watched NWA as a kid. And then when I got back into wrestling, uh, when I was in college, because I, I went to college on a wrestling scholarship, so I'm just, my world is consumed with amateur wrestling. My friend was like, hey, man, have you watched pro wrestling lately? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, what's going on? I was like, it's like, I was like, you know, the four horsemen, because as a kid, I was just telling my wife just the other day, because we went to WrestleCade, I was like, see that guy right there, that guy, Arn Anderson? That guy scared the shit out of me when I was a kid because I was raised with my grandparents and he was the first person I saw where I was like, man, that guy could beat up my grandpa. <laughs> like, so like, <clears throat> but after all that, after like, I don't know, seven, eight years old, I didn't watch wrestling for a long time because I was just embellished in um, amateur wrestling. So when my friend told me about wrestling, he's like, hey, you should check out this wrestling. It's like in Japan. I'm like, okay. And he gave me a tape of Pancrase. And he's like, this is Japanese pro wrestling. I'm like, whoa, this is badass. I didn't know this was pro wrestling. Like, I thought maybe wrestling had changed. I didn't know, you know. So that's why I got back into it. Because I was like, oh, this is so awesome. So, like, with things <clears throat> like, like like blood sport and that kind of, like, shoot style coming back, oh, that is, like, so near. I, 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 uh, I Joe, Joe's on the phone, so, you know, hopefully you can press the mute button. But uh, I'd probably do it for free because I love it so much. But don't <laughs> let him hear that. <laughs> oh, you're booked already. What are you talking about? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> well, and and Joe, when you when you see that excitement in the guys, because a lot of times it becomes a very um, yeah, guys get hard, guys get you know in a rut, guys feel it's tedious. Um, when you see that kind of passion and love, what does that make you feel in terms of? wanting to use someone like Davey more uh, because of that just pure love for what he's doing, where he would potentially do something for free, even though he's not. <laughs> um, but that kind of love, <laughs> thank you. no problem. That kind of love, does that just spark your interest even more in having that person around um, to be more of an influence on, on just the total morale? You know, it's funny when we first talked about doing the uh, Natural Born Killers, Cross had hit me up before. He was really big into that UWFI stuff. And he was like, oh, you know, I'd love to do this. I'd love to do this. And, you know, as everybody knows, the first one we did, we had Frank Mir, we had Dan Severin, we had Stefan Bonner on the show mixed in with guys like Tom Lawler, you know, and Cross and, you know, all these guys who could work that style. And it was exciting to them because it was different. You know, every Friday, every Saturday, they're putting on their pro wrestling match. And, you know, sometimes it's a good match against people they want to work. Sometimes it's just against whoever they have to work. And, you know, they're doing it for a living. And then Natural Born Killers came out. And a guy like Tom Lawler, you know, he always makes sure that he stays open for that. You know, because that's, that's the fun thing about revisiting TJP. You know, Chris Dickinson, you know, we've had some, you know, major talent and being in Vegas, I like the idea better than the version of Bloodsport because they did it for wrestling fans. We did it in the home of the UFC. So, you know, we've had Cain Velasquez training in our facility. Yeah. We, we had Stefan uh, Bonner we trained, Tom Lawler when he came back, you know, we're the guys who trained him. You know, even Phil Baroni, the craziest man on earth. You know, oh. he, he trained with us for a while. So it's like we love that mixture of different things. And then a guy like Graves, who's a jujitsu champion, who is also, you know, an awesome pro wrestler. So for those guys, it's like Davey said, hey, I'll do it for free. It's like a night off for them. It's fun. You know, we had Moxley. It is. It's so much fun. You know, I've seen John Moxley rolling around in our ring for two hours catch wrestling and other stuff with uh 
you know, his buddy Gil from Couture Gym, you know, and, you know, that, that you could see the passion involved in that. So when they get the opportunity to go out there and work a show like that and then having fans being receptive, I remember we had uh, Ryan Couture, Randy's son, uh, worked the very first match that we did. And he literally took Dave Mazzani down and the crowd like erupted. Like they just saw the biggest move in the history of pro wrestling. And I was like, holy shit, I think we got something here. And it turned out. Um, you know, Tom, or, I'm sorry, uh, Davey, when you think of, um, yeah. when you think of uh, your wife, and her support. How important has that been to you to have someone by your side who, uh, you know, is encouraging um, instead of, you know, discouraging you from pursuing your, your dream and your passion in your career? Oh, it's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can't think of the words to describe how thankful I am for my wife. She's, uh, you know, I, she didn't know she was marrying someone who was slightly insane. So, uh, you know, uh, just her. Yeah, I've heard that. Her, Kenny told me that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little crazy. So, like, I, I, I'm, I'm very driven, you know. And when I first, when I first met her, she didn't know I wrestled at all uh, professionally. She had no idea, and I, I, I didn't tell her, and I was. Still, I was at the time I was a fireman and you know and, and, and a paramedic. Yeah, and then once I finished my pre med, I'll do a pro wrestling show. Or okay, I'm, I'm gonna go 30 minutes. I'm just gonna see how. See, I just want to you know push myself. And she was like, "This is awesome." And like, so she 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 supports me so much. You know, like I you know I I'm training every night. I'm I'm wrestling at least two or three times every weekend. I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm knee deep in medical school. Like, so, you know, and I still work part-time as a medic and she just supports it all. And she holds down the fort. I mean, she's really the champion here. All I got to do is show up and, you know, get beat up, which is, you know, fun for me. So she's a, she, she's really the one that holds it all together, man. So she makes it all possible. Is she coming to Vegas? She is. Hell yeah. That's a cool thing is like, I, I knew when I came back, I love wrestling. I, I love it so much. I get homesick so easy. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, like I, I kind of need you by my side. And so she comes out all the time. So she'll absolutely be there. She's, she's excited for it. So good news. Since you're working for free for me for natural born killers, I'm going to comp her ticket for her. How's that? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um, you know, as we kind of wrap up with you, Davey, I don't want to keep it too long. When you look at, when you started, to where you are now in terms of the evolution of um, the internet and streaming, how much has that impacted you in terms of knowing that you can expand and, and have expanded your fan base uh, as compared to back in the day when we had to do tape trading just to see stuff like in Japan. Now everything is available to everyone almost on demand. How has that impacted your career? Um, you know, I, I, for me, for me personally, I don't, I don't think it's personally impacted me a whole lot because I've just, I've never, well, one, my, I'm terrible technology. So there you go with that. But, uh, so I would like to go back to tape training. Cause at least I know how to work a damn VCR, but, uh, uh, you know, other than that, you know, I just don't, I like, I have fallen into the rut before of getting caught up in trends and getting caught up with the latest style of wrestling or, or the latest look or whatever. And like, I find out during my time with impact, uh, which, and they treated me great. They did nothing wrong to me. I don't like TV wrestling. Like I like to go out and wrestle 15 to 20 minutes. I don't like wrestling three or four minutes. I don't like to where it's more based upon, entertainment and, 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 and maybe a certain look or a catchphrase and all that. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. There, there's nothing wrong. I mean, it is a business after all, but I know for me personally to keep my love of it, I just like to focus on 
what I like about wrestling and what I love. And that's why nowadays, like I half the time I just wrestle, man, my, I've just kind of almost brought myself back to like UWFI style. I wrestle black trunks, black kick pads, just cause I'm, I'm about, I came back for the love of wrestling, not for the love of, of fame or, or, or personality or any of that stuff. I just, so for me, I just concentrate on what I like and, and I go as far as I can and what I like, and that keeps my passion real. So if it doesn't really affect me personally, uh, but people seem to really enjoy my struggles with technology. So that's good. <laughs> um, Joe, what is the, what is the most, uh, what is, what do you look for in a guy like Davey coming in when you're putting together the idea of a show um, and here you have a show that has a tournament, where does it fall in place in which you decided, hey, you know, it'd be great for him to have a, a showcase match outside of, you know, being part of the tournament. Um, is that something that you take into consideration that, hey, maybe we should feature a guy like Davey as a compared to putting him into the mix of the tournament? Well, he is in a tournament. Oh, is that the Trey guy in the in the non is the non tournament match because he's with the X division thing. Okay. And I'm going to say to Davey, I agree a thousand percent. We use a lot of guys from Impact, but I hate watching them on Impact because it's such a structured, crappy six to eight minute match that has to be this, 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 and this. And it was like we would do our yeah, stuff. And I remember a few months after Impact came to town, they had Pentagon, they had Phoenix, they had LAX, they had Cage, they had Cross, Sammy Callahan. And they were way more over at our show than they were when people were coming to see them at Impact because those fans are watching them do those super indie matches. And we had Keith Lee and Sammy Callahan and Brian Cage killing it while they watched or Pentagon yeah. and Phoenix, yeah. where they didn't get that opportunity because it was such a structured thing. And we deal with impact every time yeah. we come out. And it's no offense, but it's unenjoyable to me as a wrestling fan. You know, I could count on one hand out of the three days of tapings, the, the I could cut off three fingers and still be able to tell you how many of the matches that I really dug on that show. I remember... Phoenix wrestled uh, Santana of LAX a couple of years ago. And LAX was just in the feud with LAX. So it was more of a brawl. And I didn't really know too much about Santana and Ortiz. But when he went one-on-one with Phoenix, that was one of the best matches I had seen ever in Impact. And I was like, wow, these guys are awesome. But you never got the chance to see that in Impact because Santana never had that opportunity. And yeah. these guys step away, you know, example. He wants to work. You know, he, here's the guy, him and Hammerstone killed it last month. You know what I mean? And it's like Brian Cage is making a good salary in AEW. He could not take another booking and he'd be fine. But he goes and wrestles all the shows. He hits me up and he wants to work specific guys because he wants to have the best matches that he could have and not just rest on his laurels. And that's what I love about Brian. Like he's a guy, like he put together the match with Callahan and Keith Lee and he's Mr. Get my shit in, but he makes sure everybody else gets their shit in. <laughs> and the most entertaining, exciting matches that we ever have on a show usually involves Brian Cage putting it together because he's not the guy who wants to work that television style and to me like that what i said impact is boring right um you know davy when you think of roh in comparison as well and and being there during a really just booming time of roh in terms of the fandom um what was it like for you in terms of finding that chemistry with eddie edwards uh and you know going on to have some of the most um, memorable tag team moments in, in ROH history. Well, I, it was it was or, organic is the best way I can put it. It was it was it was organic to the point to where when people ask me, I don't really have an answer because it was just like it was just like 
blinking my eyes and breathing at the same time. Like, well, yeah, of course I can do that. You know? So um, we just, you know, it doesn't help that Eddie's, you know, as good as he is. So, I mean, or it doesn't hurt that Eddie is as good as he is. So, yeah. and uh, we were given great opportunities, you know? Um, so, you know, you know, iron sharpens iron. So we always had great opponents and me and Eddie just shared the same philosophy about wrestling. So, I mean, that really helped it, which was like, you know, first and foremost, or first and foremost, you, you should be, a good wrestler, you know what I mean? And everything else will kind of fall in the line. So we always like had a friendly competition going and we just complimented each other, I think very well. And it was just, um, you know, it, 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 it was our baby, you know, like we, we created that. We, we, you know, I should, we, when I say, you know, me and Eddie, but also the fans, we helped create that whole thing. And um, so it was, you know, there's like that quote, I can't remember how it goes, but if it's, you know, marketed right, you'll buy it. But if it's real, you'll feel it. The American Wolves was very real to us. So, you know, it was very, it was very, um, there's a lot of, it was authentic. So I think people could pick up on that and made it easier for them to get emotionally invested in it. You know, when we're, we're talking about the seminar coming up, you know, there's not that many people who so successful in singles and have been so successful in tag teams. Yeah. So all the young kids who that might be involved in the tag teams, like the Suavecitos and Nick and Chase and all those young guys, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to help out the younger tag teams that are trying to gel, trying to find, you know, the common ground because almost all the tag teams, especially when they're coming out of the school, they're learning, they're starting off as singles wrestlers. And their mindset is, I want to be a single star. Now, how do I adapt now that I'm in a tag team? You know, there's even more tremendous knowledge than you would think of because he can take both sides of the coin and basically yeah. give you, you know, knowledge to absorb in tag team wrestling and singles wrestling. Yeah, that's that's a remarkable point, Joe. Um, you know, when you think about it, Davey, is it just is it just that love of wrestling that has transcended you to be able to be successful on both levels in singles and in tag team wrestling because it really is it's hard enough to grasp the psychology of singles let alone then the psychology of uh tag team wrestling is it just that that you love it that much that it is kind of like osmosis for you yeah i mean osmosis slash obsession <laughs> but uh yeah i mean the, the biggest thing is you know the reason i think the best compliments i get out of my seminars are it was like we we you know people really pick up on like that kind of um that hunger and that love like that's contagious you know what i mean so like i'll go in there they'll learn stuff from me and i'll learn stuff from them too and i my my point is like i'm always, i always consider myself a student always a student until like and I do figure it out why I can do this and, you know, kind of rest on those laurels. I like, you know, I'm always, I come to these seminars, I'm looking to learn things from these people too, you know, so, because I always want to be a complete wrestler and that's the beauty of it is you can never actually master wrestling. It's, it's, it's infinite like that. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it just comes down to desire. I mean, I'm a, I am a poster child for hard work. I mean, because I mean, I can, I'll openly admit I've admitted it since day one. I do not have a lot of natural talents. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm nowhere near someone like a natural as like, you know, someone like an Alex Hammerstone is very naturally gifted. That is not me. So I have hard work, hard work and obsession. And, you know, you have those two things. It's, it's, it's hard to be beat. Yeah. Uh, Joe, any final words for Davey uh, before uh, you see him this coming Friday or uh, Thursday for the seminar? I'll be there. Actually, Wednesday, I got to get him into his room. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, you're yeah. ready. So I won't tell you everybody where he's at because then they'll, then they might come bother you. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, Thursday, uh, like I said, we're, we have a seminar. It's, it's open to, you know, all students and all levels. You know, I know, Matt, you're probably going to want to slide in on this one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just got texted from TJP. We're working on doing an advanced class just uh like every uh every week uh with tjp and he was hitting me up for some dates so i'm gonna let him know if he maybe he wants to work you for free and i could have one of the cheapest matches 
in <laughs> history with TJP and Davey. You know, uh, I know, I know uh, TJ's booked on the 11th, so maybe he'll uh, stop in on the show Friday night and uh, maybe we can uh, have a little interaction uh, between you two. Hey, I'm down with that. I think we're gonna have to find a yeah. we're gonna have to find a sponsor for the match so at least you guys you get go. something. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Vegas bad boys sound like they'd be a good sponsor for that man. You know we might there have yeah we might have to sponsor that one and uh, it, it, Dave... that way Davey can make a few dollars. You know he'll get some of that sponsor yeah. money. Yeah. He's working for free. well me you know you know, what I mean? me, me me and TJ are dad so yeah we gotta put food on the table so. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh that's it's just it's awesome that the energy that you bring man is incredible and um I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you this uh this coming weekend. Uh Yeah, I don't I don't care what Kenny King says about Davey Richards. He's all right in my book. <laughs> hey, you tell Kenny King I got round 2 of our uh, our little uh, jiu-jitsu match uh waiting Oh yeah, he's ready. He, he was there too. He was like, "Oh, I'll work, Davey. Oh, thanks, Kenny. Like, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Davey, uh, a lot of guys on the Davey list. I'll tell you. Yeah, you're... I'm very humbled. I, I, I'm very humbled by it. I might have to bring him in like six times yeah. just so I can get keep, keep my people happy. That's perfectly fine by me. You know, I think you just found a new concept, Joe. The Davey Richards tournament. And it's just a, a gauntlet. Oh just... A gauntlet match. That's yeah. right. The eight oh guys God. that want to work him. He could start with Stone, then Brian Cage, then Kenny King. Someone's got to do it. Might as well be me. <laughs> All right, Davey, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you for joining us. We're going to yeah. let you go. So Thanks that... for having me. Yeah, man. It's it's going to be fun seeing you and uh, seeing you in the ring this uh, this coming weekend. And fans, please, if you can't get out to Vegas, you won't be able to get to the arena, please watch on Fight TV uh, because there's going to be some good stuff happening at Limitless this Friday night. Davey, once again, thank you very much, man, and we'll uh, see you soon. Thank you both. Have a good one. I'll see everyone in Vegas on Thursday for the seminar and Friday for the show. It's going to be a good one. Both of them. Joe, after talking to Davey, does that uh, spark a little more into you that, you know, just that, that passion. That he's going to actually show up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that passion, that desire, uh, you know, <laughs> means that he's going to be here. That's awesome. Um, in thinking about that match uh, with Jacob, is there a little bit of that idea that there'll be some kind of uh, uh, chain wrestling, some shoot fighting between the two? Because uh, Jacob Austin Young's really good uh, in that regard as well. And and that's why I put the match together. You know, obviously Matt, Damian Drake, and Quentin, those guys can all have great matches with everybody. Yeah. But for the style that we're looking at, you know, I think for Jacob Austin Young, I think the best match he can have is with Davey Richards. Yeah. And being that it's a, a more of a high-flying tournament, the no limits, the X Division guys, guys like Cartwheel and guys like Lucas Riley and Vandegrift, with Davey, we're getting a little different matchup. You know, you got Trey and Matt Vandegrift, you know, that's the future of flight right there. <laughs> But with these two, you know, you're going to see, you know, all styles, you know, some Japanese style, some shoot style, you know, some amateur wrestling style. And, of course, pro wrestling style because, you know, both guys are, are really good. Yeah. And for Jacob Austin Young, you know, he's been doing this a long time. You know, this might be his biggest profile, you know, match. He, he has worked guys, you know like Willie Mack and Ryan Taylor. And, you know, he's had great opportunities to work great people, uh, especially here in FSW. But I think this is, you know, this shows you where you're at. Yeah. You know, when you think you're a very, very good pro wrestler, it's kind of like when I talked about Bryce Harrison uh, working Paul London. You know, it was night and day. As good as Bryce thought he was initially, he learned – what he needed to do to get better. 
because he got better because he was in the ring. He learned. He probably asked questions. And, you know, Jake also worked Rocky Romero, which is a little similar, you know. And, you know, I, I think that could be the sleeper match, you know, of the show. You know, Jake's been in a tag team for a long time. You know, people forget, you know, that he won a tournament to become the No Limits champion. Yeah. And he had to beat good people. So, you know, again, you know, we were hoping to have, you know, Brandon Gatson, Chris Bay, Eli Everfly, you know, we had a great core of guys, not that we don't now, except we would have had a great core of 12 guys instead of eight. That's a limitless. Again, it's this Friday, December 10th at 7 p.m. West Coast time. So, again, if you can't make it out here, please look at uh, ordering it on Fight TV pay-per-view. Joe, let's talk about uh, what happens after Limitless, and that is the the Christmas show. I believe it's going to be the 23rd of December, correct? Yeah, we are blowing it up. It's going to be another edition of Seasons Beatings, which we've done, you know, probably I just saw it on my timeline from, you know, 2013. So we know we've done it for eight or nine years at least. And this year it's going to be different. You know, there's no discounts. It's bring a toy and get in the fucking house for free. <laughs> so just don't go to the 99 cent store and get like a Gumby or something. You know what I mean? It's like buy a toy worth at least five bucks. You know, I don't think that's too much to ask. You know, and if you want, bring more than one. You know, it, it's, it's a generous time. So not only are you getting in for free, uh, we're putting together a raffle and the raffle will be, you know, numerous merchandise from our wrestlers, from us, old posters, whatever it is, there's going to be a potluck, a potpourri, you know, of things to give away. And we may also bring back the auction. So, you know, we've got a commitment. The Nevada state championship will be on the line. Now, you can sponsor the event. We're also taking that being donated, you know, or you can take the same sponsorship money and bid on being Remy Marcel's manager for the day, you know, for the show. Uh, right now, I'm looking at maybe doing a, a battle royal early in the night, you know, being a Christmas show. It's being in the giving spirit. So we'd like to give an opportunity to somebody who may have not gotten one before. You never know. A Ricky Tenacious could shock the world. A breath of threat. He's talking shit about Remy. Where has he been? It's like, it's been one show, bro. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's like, wait, it hasn't even been a show. He... No Escape was the last show we did, and he won the title. What do you mean he's not been around? Like, this guy is delusional. You know, Nick Xander, you know, the young prodigy, Bodie. Who knows? The Suavecitos. They may gang up and have to, uh, you know, rock, paper, scissors. The final two. You know, who's to say Ice Williams don't throw his hand in the mix, try to become a... uh, you know, a, a Nevada State champion after losing the No Limits Championship. Yeah. You know, we've had great commitments, a charity show, and, uh, you know, people understand, hey, this this is for the people. This is for our, our community, the place where we all live, and you want to work, you know, we'll find a spot for you. Yeah. You know, maybe not Brandon G, but m- mostly everybody else. <laughs> And, um, again, that's going to be the 23rd, um, definitely. Thursday night, our first Thursday show ever. A Thursday night show. Um, please, you know, bring a, a nice little uh, uh, toy, uh, unopened, you know, package toy still. You could bring, uh, on clearance, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of carrying cross figures that might be available. <laughs> I. I think you might want to hold on to him and then buy the meet and greet and, and have him sign. You know, I was looking online already, see if I can get those clearance for $2, but not yet. They're, they're, you know, they're still full price. Yeah, that's because I think, like, the series just came out. It's like, 
hey, let's release the guy and then have figures come out after uh, Scarlet, the same thing. She's she took the to the uh, social media to uh, to point out that uh, lovely <laughs> lovely snafu that they uh, they do at the WWE. Uh, with uh, that Thursday show, uh, that's going to be going into Christmas and then coming out of Christmas, New Year's Eve show. What time does the New Year's Eve show uh, start? You know, we're figuring it out. I'm thinking 10 o'clock. You know, a late start, enjoy your dinner, and come ring in the new year with FSW. You know, I do know for a fact that the tag team titles will be on the line. Toko Uso will be making their first defense. And we're trying to finalize the card, you know. A lot of people, uh, thankfully, have, you know, thrown their name in the hat. You know, your boy Danny Limelight, you know, he's yeah. trying to work it out. Maybe get out here, too. Uh, he's looking for some opportunities. And, you know, Chris Bay, the new No Limits champion. You know, there's some rumors that uh, he's going to be on hand, so we're not we're not a hundred percent positive. Yeah, until but, until Impact books them on their New Year's show. That nah, they got no New Year's <laughs> show. They're good. They, they, they filmed up all the way till the uh, till at least January, from what I understand. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You know, this time of year, uh, we get the uh, college football uh, rankings. What are what are your feelings on the playoffs, show? I wrote it. You can see that I put it on Facebook when Alabama was down 10 to nothing. I said, if college football is fixed, Alabama will win the game. That way, both SEC teams get in there. You know, it's been done before. When Cam Newton was the quarterback at Auburn, they were pissed off because they had to lose to Alabama. So what did they do? They were up 24-0 at halftime, showing they were the better team. And then, all of a sudden, Alabama was a juggernaut. Yeah. And Alabama won the game, and they got into the position. That way, two SEC teams, because they're always trying to get two SEC teams, Florida doing with that number five ranking when they ended up the season five and seven, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, totally biased in the college football. I'm, I'm actually excited to see the best team in Ohio, Cincinnati get into the playoff. Yeah. Like I'm trying to see how they were going to dick Cincinnati uh, in that situation because with Alabama winning, they were going to jump Cincinnati anyway. Right. And with Michigan winning, it was like, okay, well, Alabama's in, Georgia's in, Michigan's in. And it was like, well, maybe Notre Dame can jump them. And it's like, but Cincinnati beat the shit out of Notre Dame. Like, they had one loss against Cincinnati, and we're going to let fucking Notre Dame? Like, they were trying to push for Baylor to jump from number nine ahead of them. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. And if I, I wanted to see Oklahoma State win just to see what they would do. Yeah. But I think Oklahoma State's the shits, too. Yeah. Because they never win a big game. They beat Oklahoma. That was their big win. But, you know, big week in the uh, my teasers. I've been getting slaughtered in my 13-point teasers. But not only did I have a really good week, I even had a better week because I was getting Buffalo yesterday, getting like 10 points. Right. So what I did was I hedged the bet because that way if Buffalo lost by more than 10. So I took New England getting two and a half points, winner. I took New England getting three points, winner. I took New England being as a two-point favorite, winner. And then I also took New England laying four, which was a push, and I got my money back. So I actually picked up like an extra, you know, four or 500 bucks, as well as winning the Buffalo bets. But there have been so many blowouts in the NFL. Yeah. It's been a killer. You know, this week, the only good team that didn't cover the 13-point teaser was the Bengals. 
and I was all over the Chargers anyway. So yeah. Um, before we wrap up here, uh, shout out to uh, your boy MK and uh, the Utah Utes uh, going to the Rose Bowl to take on the Ohio State University. That seems like that's going to be fun. Yes, uh, MK led Utah to the victory. Not be at our New Year's show. He let me know, and uh, I have to pass that on. You know, he'll be talking to Toko Uso, you know, giving them advice uh, on their first uh, title defense. But, yeah, you know, I that was another game. I, I liked Utah a lot, and getting to the Rose Bowl would be a really big deal for them where they were at. Well, Oregon, you know, four weeks ago thought they had a shot to be in the playoff, and then they shit the bed – so they they squeaked into or backdoored into the championship game. The motivation wasn't there. The coach is leaving, which I can't believe he's leaving to go to Miami of all schools. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oregon's one of the top ten programs in football, and Miami hasn't been other than a couple years ago in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was so not... that's the other podcast, a uh, football talk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, congratulations to MK and hopefully the Utes will, uh, get a Rose Bowl victory. And then, uh, when he comes back into, uh, FSW after that game, then not only is he the manager of champions, but he is, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, Joe, I appreciate uh, you. Does he uh, get a ring if they win as a uh, commentator? I, uh, I would hope so. I would you know, I would think so. You, you would, you would think. You know that, why? Maybe they'll give one to Scott Mitchell, but not him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be a great rib too. So if uh, anyone from the Utes is listening, you guys win. <laughs> don't don't give MK yeah, his give him to Scott Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> give give Scott Mitchell too. <laughs> oh man, uh, Joe. Any final words as we uh, as we wrap up here? Not really. Final words, you know. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to this event. It's going to be on Fight TV. You know, talking to Davey, he seems uh, very motivated. You know, in the past, again, we're all trying to be honest. You know, he was a guy who was known to not show up. You know, something came up, couldn't do it. You know, I remember Ring of Honor was like the week before, and I told Kenny, and, you know, Kenny was like, hey, can you believe it? Davey's not making it. You know what I mean? And it was like, but, you know, he reached out to me. You know, I, I remember somebody on Twitter hit me up and they're like, oh, you should bring Davey Richards in. I'm like, yeah, we tried that already. And, you know, I ended up, you know, it cost me money, right. you know. But, you know, I'll tell you what, stand-up guy. Davey hit me up about not making the show and got himself out to Vegas and said, would you book me if I got myself out here? And I said, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Everything goes good. You know, it, it should be a great seminar. It should be a great match. And it should be a great show. And, you know, I saw the kind words, how he put over TJP. And TJ's looking uh, for some bookings. You know, love to have the return of Natural Born Killers. You know, Davey versus TJP. You know, mixed in with Cross and Lawler and Graves and Eli Everfly again and, and, you know, whoever else we decide to bring in. So, you know, that's a great thing on the horizon. You know, I'll be back next week in, in New York and we'll be talking business there. Also talking about uh, maybe doing something in uh, April uh, in Texas, uh, talking to uh, – a good friend of ours who we did a joint show with in Vegas uh, about maybe doing something in, uh, in Texas, WrestleMania weekend. So, you know, there, there, there's a lot of eggs in the basket. We're throwing a lot of things against the wall and we're, you know, we're hoping uh, that more things can stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be uh, exciting to see what's coming up. Uh, and again, fight TV, uh, you can see Limitless this Friday. It is 7 p.m. Uh, West Coast start, uh, which is 10 p.m. Eastern. So uh, definitely check it out if uh, you guys haven't seen shout it. Shout out to my guy. Oh, I was going to say. Shout out to my guy, Brad Reader. I know he's already purchased it. Yeah. Brad is, yeah. is 
and you know what? I, I got to, again, give all the credit in the world when you see Brad um, posting, you know, things uh, about FSW, about Chris Bay, um, who's one of his favorites. Um, and that's a that's a family. That's, you know, all of them are involved, uh, you know, his wife and daughter as well. So it's so cool to see I just that. want to know where he got his I just want to know where he got his millions from that he can go to <laughs> wrestling shows all the time go to signings all the time you know meet and greets conventions like that dude is unbelievable yeah you know yeah might need him as a part owner of fsw you know what i'm saying get us you know fsw new york well, you know, if you do, uh, if you do have some things go through with uh, the New York negotiations, uh, you can, uh, you know, have like the the Brad Reader section, and there you go. You know, sell sell uh, meet and greets with him as well. <laughs> you know, it's you know he, he's as over on the East Coast as our guy Kelby is on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, check it out, everyone. If uh, you haven't seen an FSW event, uh, Limitless is, is going to be a pretty solid show with some damn good wrestling. And, uh, again, the the other standout match on that is Trey Miguel and Matt Vandegrift uh, wrestling for that X Division title. So uh, I think it would be uh, wonderful to see Matt pull off that upset and... Uh, have to show up with the X Division title on Impact Wrestling. There you go. <laughs> Actually, it's a non-title match. Oh, no. Uh, well, now the odds just got a, a little a little more even there. The header for Vandegrift. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And until uh, next week, everyone, take care. <laughs>